We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app good sunday evening to you it is time now for center stage my name is Susie jones in tonight for gerilyn gerilyn will be back and as always, it is Center Stage, which kind of gives you a look at all the things or a sampling of things that are happening in the Twin Cities when it comes to arts and entertainment. And we are going to talk about a show that is currently uh, or soon to be putting on the show Ragtime at Morse Park Theater. And we have the director, Adon Porella. Right, our director and actor Ashton Valentine, who plays Sarah's friend. Welcome both of you to the to the program tonight. Thank Hello, you thank you. Hi. We'll go one at a time so we don't step on each other. So I'll start with the director, Adan. Um, for people that are not familiar with the storyline of Ragtime, can you tell us about the story and uh, what people can expect? Uh, sure. So. It takes place roughly between 1906 and 1910 at the turn of, so when three populations of people were coming together to have to finally sort of intersperse their lives together. So we have uh, folks who are black, we have uh, immigrants from uh, Eastern Europe, um, and then also we have the folks who have been in New York State for however many years. Um, So it's the story of three families from each one of those groups and how they're all dealing with, one, the desire to want something different and that sort of that American dream and the harsh realities of what it means in order for them to get there. And I understand it also features many historical figures that actually built and shaped America at the time, J.P. Morgan, Emma Goldman, Harry Houdini. So there are characters in this that you'll recognize. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the message, obviously, is what, Adan? Well, I think that, um, first of all, it's about um, striving for something. Well, one is, is the whole idea of striving for something better mm-hmm. um, and what, whether or not that's even possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but also acceptance uh, for also for, um, uh, goodness gracious, um, I'm forgetting the word here, but... Um, <laughs> That's okay. No, it's okay. Um, <laughs> integration. Yes. Um, also, uh, equity. Um, it also kind of t- um, talks about some of the um, some of the themes that we are discussed as well as sort of um, the role of <clears throat> men and women in society and those dynamics as well, um, and also how 
no matter what happens, America itself or the United States itself was forced to have to be able to live with each other. And we're still facing that today. We certainly um, yeah. You know, and so with Ragtime, the music itself was the first, um, I think the first artistic thing that came from the black culture and then was able to go mainstream. And that's the music that brought people together a little bit. Um, and I think that's one of the things that, um, one of the reasons why the show is called Ragtime is because it's such a specific time in our history and it was only famous and really, really kind of forefront for a very specific amount of time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Ashton Valentine also on our news line playing Sarah's friend. What was it like for you or what it's been like for you exploring uh something that happened a hundred years ago and, and obviously seeing some of the parallels today. Uh, well, I would say very emotional. Um, in our most recent rehearsal, we staged the final act of our final scene of act one. Um, and I ended up having to take a moment with our cast members to allow some emotion to pass through. Um, it's a very, very sad, sad moment to be on stage watching something that we're seeing happen in our daily life, people being beat to death, um, people who are not being served their correct rights. Um, there's continuous injustices to minorities um, in our world. Um, and so I would say overall, uh, it's been a healing process to be able to uh, process some of these emotions in an art form that does feel very safe. The cast that Adon has put together for us has allowed us to really explore some of those current issues that we're seeing in our society right now and how that related to and find those relatable uh, scenarios that we're seeing that we're portraying in our show. Um, there's a lot of language that is very specific to the era that this uh, show is written in that is still continuously uh, showing up in our society now. Um, And I would say anyone who does come and does spend that time with us in that space to be very aware of that, that what we are showing may not seem like it's happening now, but it is happening now. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's all very real. It's all very current. It's all very, very painful to process. Adan, do you want to jump in? Yeah, I mean, I think she said it beautifully, you know, and kind of going on some of the themes of the show, um, the, the, the folks who live in upstate New York who are, who were, for lack of better words, the, the white folks in the show, um, they are, some of them are blissfully ignorant of the situation of, of the, sort of like the, the tolls of, and the trials of black people as well as those who are immigrants, and they're being forced to face it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the same thing on the other side, too, where immigrants are coming from their countries, hoping for a better life, and then being faced that it's not as easy as it possibly could be, and how hard and difficult that can be. Mm-hmm. Um, Has it been obviously know, emotional for you, too, Adon? Oh, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, Ashton mentioned having a minute to compose herself. I imagine there's times right. where it touches close to home and a nerve or tender, a, ten, right. a tender spot. Yeah, um, I think that you, you're you not human if it doesn't, but um, I'm somebody who, I, I'm, I'm a Latino um, actor and singer, so I, I'm, I don't identify as black, um, but there are visceral, a visceral understanding of police brutality, um, of 
injustice to the people that, that I came from. And those things really ring true when you're putting it together on stage. And um, the, the parts that tend to make me cry more a little bit is when, when people, when the folks are actually really giving themselves to the story and I can tell that they're caring about everybody else on the stage too. So like when Ashton had had, had taken a moment, it was actually a really beautiful turning point for the cast because I think we were able to really start trusting each other and that I, I had told Ashton too that I, I'm so glad that she felt comfortable enough to talk to us about those kind of things mm. um, because there's no way we can tell a story that, are, um, that has these hard themes uh, that has this harsh of a language if we as a cast cannot support each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So tell me how long it's been in the making from, you know, decision to casting and now to product to, to the stage. So I was hired in, I want to say at the beginning of October. Mm-hmm. And then we had the first, uh, we had the first auditions, the first, I want to say the first week of November, callbacks the following week. And we had made offers kind of the week after that. Um, and we had kind of just some ebbs and flows in casting this, which is natural for shows. Um, and then we started rehearsing on February 6th. Okay. And you're at the Morris Park Theater? So it's Morris Park Players um, is the company. And mm-hmm. we're actually going to be performing at Edison High School okay. in Northeast. And when are the sh- when are the shows? So it's beginning on... March 31st is our opening night, mm-hmm. and it's, it's the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday that week, all the way through the next two weekends, which I think is April 14th. And it, I mean, just to not make, I know it's, 16, it, touch, 16, it, yeah. it touches, and, and Ashton, you can speak to this too, but that the, there is, is there joy and love in it too, or is it all sort of sad <laughs> and hard? There's a lot of joy. Okay. Um, you you will you will see lots of big smiles and lots of big obnoxious, exciteful movement and bright colors and just uh, there will be joy. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, there will be songs that will get the audience kind of excited and you know shift some of that energy. But then we will be stepping into some of those conversations that are a little bit more uncomfortable to hear. And then they'll be brought right back up. The energy will be brought right back up with a fun song. So <clears throat> I I hope that the variance between maybe not so exciting, not so like, woohoo, but then with the fun joy of um, Eleanor's, uh, Eleanor, sorry, um, <laughs> Evelyn Nesbitt's song and our henry ford song like there's just so much excitement that the cast can't stop moving when we're sitting on the side yeah but when we're on stage you know it's just it's a, it's a it is a lot of fun the music is so joyful and so solemn at the same time yeah and it captures all of the feeling and the, the emotion and the the transformance between you know all of the very various moving parts that are happening at this time in our in our history mm-hmm. and we and that's also where you'll see some of those historical figures come to play Houdini there's some really great uh exciting exciting scenes with him and Evelyn Nesbitt so yes come and see it love. you you want people to come and see <laughs> it to experience it the joy and the and the tenderness yeah exactly yeah Ashton, do you want to, I, I was going to say too, I think that one of the scenes that you're in is probably one of the most joyful scenes in the show, and it's that Harlem's, that first Harlem scene. Did you want to talk about that a little bit? 
So there is a main character by the name of Cole House Walker, and we get to celebrate as part of the Harlem Ensemble this wonderful, mysterious, musically just insanely deeply in love with the main character, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a moment at the beginning of the show where we do get to celebrate just him and have a great big, almost like dance party. Really. We get to just have a great jive and mm-hmm. um, lots of calling and exciting and love and excitement. And it's really the moment where we get to break loose. Um, you might not see that happen with some of the other groups that are um, represented in our show where Harlem really is kind of the joy of the show. We bring, we bring the party. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we look well, forward to seeing it, you guys. I, thanks for coming on. Is there anything you want to add before we let you I go? I was going to say too, yeah. when you had, when you had asked about the kind of like an emotional, um, my emotional journey with it, actually watching the scenes where they're insanely joyful and we're giving especially well, there's a lot of young black folks in our cast and we're giving them permission to really just enjoy who they are and mm. live in their own skin. And, and, you know, that's how we're able to connect the, um, the person who's played it today to the people from the past, you know, these are the moments where they don't have to um, code switch and um, they can really, really live in their own skin and enjoy that. Um, and that's been emotional for me. I think that's been one of the most beautiful things to see. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, we have, you know, the cast that we put together, it's not just about talent, it's about, you know, the spirit that they bring. And, mm-hmm. you know, Ashton is one of those people who's a great example of that, that they, the first time they walked in, their spirit was so bright and open. Hmm. And those are the people you want to work with. And so I hope that that shines through, that the spirit of the people putting on the show for you to tell the story shines through along with telling you the story. Ah, that's great. Well, thank you guys both. It's been a wonderful interview, and I look forward to seeing the show. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, have a great night. That is Adon Farella and Ashton Valentine, both uh, the director and an actress with the performance Ragtime, playing at Edison High School, Morris Park Theaters, Morris Park Players. You can find out more as well at on their website. It is just about, what is it, 921 on WCCO. We're back with more Center Stage after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right. What time is it now? It is about 925 on a Sunday night. We are in the middle of center stage. We've got a guest who we have lined up for this segment. His name is Thomas Aban. He is uh, a musician. He has a brand new, it's called an EP. I wonder what that's called. An EP. It's probably like a a song, you know, like 
Extended play. Extended play. Yeah, so I've, I believe extended play and then LP is long play, but... Um, it's like an it, album. It's it's a shorter version of an album. Usually with EPs, you have four or five songs, whereas a full-length album, you've got eight, nine, ten, twelve songs or, or more. Got it. So we're efforting Thomas, and we're going to talk about this brand-new extended play titled, of all things, Deep Winter. It has five beautiful songs, and it was released just in January of this year. And Thomas is on our John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. We're going to play a little song. And this song is called Winter. Dark was the night. Thomas, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. How do I say your last name? Upon. Upon. But however you want to say it is fine by me. Okay. Well, Upon is good. It's a nice name. So talk about, I'm interested in you. How, you got your first record deal with RCA on your first album, A Sheik's Legacy in 2017, right? Yes. And then after that, you left that, and you've been self-releasing your music on your own, correct? That is correct. Why did you do that? Uh, well, to put it uh, bluntly, simply, uh, <laughs> I, I was <laughs> they weren't going to let me uh, do what I felt like I needed to do on my own music, so uh, I could either do it the way they wanted to do it or do it the way I wanted to do it, and... That was what I chose. And how has that been since choosing your own path? Uh, I've I've been able to do the music that I want to do and write how I want to write and release how I want to release. So by that metric, uh, pretty well. Good. I'm glad to hear that's important when you can. Talk about deep winter. I mean, we are in the middle of a deep winter. Are you inspired by the... Elements, or what is Deep Winter about for you? Um, I suppose that was part of the consideration. I mean, I uh, I finished recording it in February, so right before it came out. So it definitely was made during the winter, and uh, I I can't remember exactly, but a lot of the songs just kind of feel like winter, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There is a feel to winter. Sometimes, yeah. yeah, I think sometimes it can be blue and sort of dark, and other times it can be angry or joyful, right? Yeah, doesn't have to yeah. be a dra- doesn't have to always be like, oh, this sucks. This is such a dark place. Winter, yuck. There can be more to it than that. Yeah, I think it's kind of sharp and vast and echoey is how I think of winter. But where are you from, winter? <laughs> Come on, you have to uh, tell me. I'm uh I'm from uh Wales originally. Are you really? Yeah. You wanna hear something? It's gonna blow you. I would mind. love to. Sit my hey do. Did I just say hello or something in Welsh? Sit my uh, hey I don't know. I don't speak Welsh. Oh you I don't just, speak uh, Welsh. No, I don't. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I don't know what you said. I said hello or something or good day. I'm are you Welsh? Uh well yeah, by nationality, sure, yeah. And that, anyway, you do have a distinctive accent, you know. Do you not get, do people, do people say that to you? Uh, yeah, they do, well, not distinctive, but they, they 
are fond of pointing it out. I'm fond of pointing out accents. I like to know where people are from. Um, so you're going to play at a new music venue? Yes. Called the Green, Green Room. Room. Where is it? It's in uh, Minneapolis. It's opposite the Lagoon Theater. Oh, okay, over in Uptown. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when it opens March 24th, you're going to be there? Yeah, March 24th is the show. Okay. Well, it's Friday. fun to listen to the, the descriptions of your music. Mystical, mysterious, ethereal. Those are good words. <laughs> they are. <laughs> well, I look forward to it. It'll be, you know, it'll be cozy. What's the, you've been there. What's the event? What's it, uh, sort of, what's yeah, the Yeah, I went there once. Uh, I think if I was to, to to compare it to another club in town, it'd probably be in the same realm as like an ice house or something like that. Well, that's good. Well, and yeah. playing in front of people is always awesome. Yes, always. Well, we invite people to come listen to you then. Yes, please do. Your music is both lucid and hazy. Man, these I got to come see you. I'm just impressed by all these words. <laughs> well, hopefully it will live up. Right? I hope so. Gosh. Well, thank you yeah. for coming on, Thomas. Do you want to say anything else, sir? While you got um, the mic? While you got the mic? Yeah. yeah uh, enjoy Deep Winter. Like the actual Deep Winter, not my music. Maybe both. How yeah, can we, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> how can we find it if we want to get it and listen to it? Uh, it's available everywhere. Like Spotify? Yeah, everywhere music is exploited, you can find it. <laughs> what do you think of that? Do you think that's bad or good? I mean, exploited uh, is inherently a bad word, speaking of words. It, but, yeah, I mean, <sighs> it just is what it is now. Uh but I mean, yes, it's bad to to make money off people and not give them their fair share. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah. Is there any way to get around that? I mean, is there any way to capture? Do you know what I'm saying? It's like in the old days, if you so, if you made a vinyl record and you sold a hundred copies, you as the artist got twenty percent of the proceeds. I don't even know. I'm making this up. But now that the horse is out of the barn and everybody can get everything all the time, how does the artist get paid? Think uh, pitchforks and torches. And just head over to Spotify <laughs> and all these other places. But then we get to listen it's to your music. Means of production, you know. I know, I know. Or we could go attend your show too. That's that would be one way of getting around the, the mongrels. Just. just just bring cash. <laughs> Throw it at your feet. <laughs> yes, that, that'll do. All right, Thomas, have a beautiful night. You as well. Good to talk to you. All right, bye-bye. Bye. And that is Thomas Aban. He is a singer and a musician. And if you've never been, there's a new venue called The Green Room, and you can go check him out March 24th. That would be fun. Right now, though, it is 9.33. We're going to take another break, and then we've got more center stage, a little weather for you, and then we'll bring it home for the 10 o'clock hour after this on WCCO.
It is center stage, and I am Susie Jones in for Geraldine tonight. It is 39 degrees, as I said. It's 28, a little bit of breezy, a little bit of snow still out there. Moving on in the world of theater, the History Theater is excited to present the world premiere of Diesel Heart by Brian Grandison, inspired by Melvin Carter Jr.'s graphic, honest, no-holds-bar autobiography, Diesel Heart. The adaptation to the stage will have you crying and laughing with joy. And we are happy to have with us on our John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, Mr. Brian Grandison. Thanks for coming on with us tonight. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, let's talk about the play. Can you kind of give us a synopsis of what uh, we're in for if we come to see the play? Sure. Uh, uh, The play is taken directly from the book. Uh, It's... uh, I what we tried to do mm-hmm. was give folks uh, an idea, a, a bit of a, a journey that uh, this man, Melvin Carter Jr., who I've known for a wonderful time uh, for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, how he got, how he became the man he's become. So, uh, sort of picking and uh, highlighting moments from the time he was very young till uh, through his journey. As a, a student, uh, he was uh, becoming a police officer, mm. a father, mm. and then eventually a community organizer and uh, working with young men in terms of uh, saving, trying to save young men mm. and uh, uh, move them off a path uh, that is less than um, hopeful and helpful into becoming sort of full-fledged community members of the community. Yeah. I did not know this, that he was in the U.S. Navy and stationed in Morocco. So he's had had a lot of life experiences for being a fairly young man, would you say? Uh, Yes, yes. Um, uh, Melvin Jr. uh, was... Was stationed in Morocco during uh, the Vietnam War, uh, and uh, uh, spent spent time there in the Navy. His father was also in the Navy, uh, so I think there's a little. And he he idolized his father, mm. uh, Melvin Senior. So I think there's a little bit of that. Uh, and he's trying to find himself, uh, which a lot of people do. So uh, how, the Navy how, was great. How terms. old is Melvin? Do you know? Uh, Melvin Junior. Jr. is in, he's in his mid-70s. Okay. He's in his mid-70s, yes. And then... So there's three Melvins. Three, tell so me the three Melvins, yeah. Uh, okay, so there's Melvin Sr., who was the jazz, his father, who was a jazz musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melvin Jr., who wrote the book Diesel Heart. Uh, and then there's Melvin III, who is the current mayor of uh. St. Paul. And the current mayor was named, people think he's named after his father, but... Actually, uh, according to his dad, he was named after his father as in honor Melvin Senior. Yeah. So, Melvin, the mayor, is is he in his forties right now, or would you say? I I, I would yes. I that's my guess. And and this is guess. a play, a production about. The, not the jazz performer, but Melvin, the current mayor's father, what exactly. he experienced. And he exactly. probably 
as many – I mean, I'm 60, and I grew up in Minneapolis, and I grew up as they were putting in 94. So I remember as a kid okay. in 1968 playing in the dirt down wow. at the end of my street. And right. how much of this – or what part of the Rondo neighborhood being destroyed – is part of this story? Well, the family lost their home, which was right on Rondo Avenue. Mm. Uh, the highway came straight through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a, um, in the book, he talks about uh, uh, driving something. He, he, he would drive his kids. Uh, and when on the interstate, mm-hmm. he would pull off at the Dale exit and pull over to the side of the road uh, and uh, keep his hazards on. And just tell his kids, you know what? Now I want you to imagine mm-hmm. this is what the ha- this is where the house would be. Right now we'd be on the front porch. Mm-hmm. Now let me move up. Now we're in the we're in this room. Now we're in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and just describe to him what to them what the the neighborhood was like. But not only did they lose their home, but there were there were other businesses mm-hmm. that the and pieces of property that the family owned that, that went away. Uh, his best friend lived across the street. And so those houses on that side of the street stayed. They just ripped off, uh, uh, ripped up all of the houses from uh, on the, I would say, the odd side mm-hmm. of Rondo Avenue all the way over to St. Anthony Avenue to create the, the highway. Um, he talks about riding his bike up and down street that, um, and, and going up on the houses where he used to hear music and looking in and just blocks and blocks of houses that were empty. Mm. Um, so, yes. So it is the story, it is called Diesel Heart. What's that about? Mm-hmm. Tell me that name. What is that? I mean, obviously, or you tell me, what does that mean? <clears throat> well, that's, that's a, a nickname that Melvin... Uh, sort of gave himself based off of an incident that happened with him when he joined the Navy. He was being uh, uh, examined by the doctors uh, as he was going in, and uh, one of the doctors was listening with a stethoscope to his heartbeat, and uh, he got an odd look on his face. He called over another doctor. That doctor listened. They then called over a third doctor, and they started, the three doctors just kept talking to themselves. He was like, whoa, 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 please, somebody <laughs> tell, tell me, me what's going on. Yeah. Right? And they, then the first doctor said, we never heard a heart. It sounded like yours. Man, that's a heart. That's a heartbeat. And I, I think it sounds like a diesel. And somebody else said, no, 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 it sounds, uh, or it sounds like a, um, an engine. And one guy said, no, 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 it sounds like a diesel engine. And the final doctor said, no, you're both wrong. It sounds like a diesel engine engine uh, trapped inside a Mustang chassis. And so ever since then, that's what he nicknamed his heart, his diesel heart. Ah, and it took him, it, it, it served him well, I guess, right? Yes. Yes, it has. The, uh, uh, through just this incredible journey, I, learning difficulties, um, all sorts of things, just in terms of growing up, going into the Navy, uh, becoming a police officer. Uh, he was one of the officers who joined uh, after a desegregation case uh, in St. Paul in, seven, in the, I want to say 75, I'm not sure on the year, mm. um, 
but was a was a police officer, sniper, part of the SWAT team. Wow. Uh, sergeant. Yeah, he's had a he's had, and then, you know, became a community organizer. Yeah. In terms of working with young kids. So And inspired that in, and inspired his own son, Melvin the Third, to uh, go Absolutely and his daughters. And his yeah. daughters. See, Melvin's very big on saying, you know, uh people uh mention his son, he said, but well, he's just part of the reason my son does what he's, what he's able to do and why he's so cool is that he has two really cool sisters. <laughs> who, uh, Amen. To educate him. <laughs> In yeah. many, in ways that only a sister can educate a young man. And so... We're all there because of that. And, t- and the performance, it's actually, what's today? It started yesterday, so and it goes through April 2nd, correct? Yes. At the History yes. Theater, downtown St. Paul. And yes. it's a cast of characters in addition to Melvin Carter Jr. It's different people in his lives, in his yes. life, yeah. Yes. So it it uh, covers uh, friends, family, uh, uh, yeah, all of the sort of the book is huge, and that was uh, there. There's the, uh, hundreds of people in the book, so. The hardest part was sort of whittling it down. Mm. Uh, how do you tell this story in under two hours? Yeah, uh, you know. And then my thing is, I wanted people to be curious to uh, with with what the play offers, but also then to want to read the book mm. itself, so they can get a fuller picture. And the book chronicles his life, just like you're describing. But the play has obviously had to be reduced to what it can get into two hours. Exactly. Is it exactly. is it is it poignant? Is it sad at times? Is it funny at times? Kind of talk about the emotional journey you go on. Well, what's interesting is uh, what I'll say is uh, it's it's all of those. Melvin will tell you it's a spine uh, tingling, spine tingling, uh, exciting. Uh, he he offers it up as almost as a movie trailer. Mm. Uh, what I'll say is uh, people are moved. People. I hear people uh, sniffling. There's a lot of laughter. There's a lot of love and a lot of joy in it. Uh, it, it really ranges the emotions. Uh, it, we, we try to cover uh, all of that, the, the frustration he had with learning, frustration his parents, uh, his mother particularly had in, in terms of trying to teach him uh, how to learn. Uh, uh, yeah, just the, the growing up in the 60s uh, and all of what that was about, right. uh, uh, coming of age and then, you know, coming into who he is. So it's, it's uh, every, it, 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 what's been great is our audiences, literally, they're laughing from the beginning. Mm. Uh, there are moments when you can hear a pin drop. Mm. I, I would say you can hear a pin drop on shag carpeting. Uh, it's that quiet, uh, and so it's it's a it's a hopefully it's a full rich theatrical ride. Wonderful, uh, and it's just been a joy. Yeah. Well, we encourage people to go see it, and thank you. Now, and I'm I I have to say this, and I don't want to offend. He he's alive still, so he has right. He's not passed, right? Yes, he's yes. alive, and he's seen the show. He has seen the show, and he 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 so. gives you the thumbs up. Uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> I, I saw him today. So uh, that was we spend a lot of time together. So okay, it's good. Important to me that he enjoy it. So. Yes, right. Yeah. I would. I, that would be 
important that he he appreciated what was done with his work. So, yes. Absolutely. When someone trusts you with their life, oh. it's yours, you know, it's your response, their life story. I know. That's a heavy it's, lift. You know, yeah. It well, is. Thank you it for is. coming on. Look forward to seeing it. And uh, again, have a lovely evening. Thank you. Thank okay. you for having me. All right. You guys good. have a great night. Thank you. You too. Again, we're talking about the History Theater presenting Diesel Heart by Brian Grandison, inspired by Melvin Carter Jr. Graphic, honest, no holds barred autobiography, Diesel Heart. And uh, interesting to learn more about Mayor Carter's father. We will take a quick break. It is 9.52 on News Talk 830 WCCO. All right, we are nearing the end of the big show, center stage, all things entertainment. As we continue to watch the Oscars, I just saw, Jonathan, that a movie that I did see, Top Gun Maverick, won something. I have not uh, paid attention. Now, look, I think they might be winning another thing on the music. See, that's an unusual, uh, although I guess this is what's up. No, this is music, um, but they're they're looking at the nominees. So Ah. it looks like they may be awarding best original song, possibly. Sure. Um, That might be what they're they're looking at here. And uh, this this is going to go long. I think we're going to go way past 10 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Well, well, they haven't gotten to Best Actor, Best Actor. They still got Best Actor, Best Actress, and Best Picture, I believe. So they're still... It might be tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh. Pretty much, yeah. Well, listen, thank you tonight. I know we're uh, coming up to the end of the program. It's always fun to be on Sunday nights. We hope Gerald and returns quickly. I do love the Oscars. I love looking at the outfits that people wear. That is one of my favorite activities. I know you mentioned, I believe, I'm not sure which actor had a jacket on that you were particularly fond of. Samuel Jackson. Anything Samuel Jackson, I'm basically down for. Exactly. Make a copy of it and send it to me. Even if it's a cheap copy, you can send it to me. That happens a lot with the Oscars is yes. someone's wearing something. Just make it about a tenth of the price, yeah. then, then you might be in my ballpark. Uh, you know how expensive it probably is. Yes. But it is fun to see what people are wearing, and there are some kooky outfits. I'm sure tomorrow on the morning show with Vanita they'll go into that in depth, as well as the winners, right? Yes. I I, I believe they will have uh, all the recaps for the night because, like I said, it's it's probably going to go to ten thirty, ten forty five. The way it's going right now, because they still got the three big awards to hand out. They just gave best original song to an Indian Eastern Indian song. Mm. I don't think that's ever happened before. So congratulations to them. Uh, historic night for them. The Korean director also, or the, yeah, that, the for yes, the the Daniels for everything, everywhere, all at once got best directors. So uh, Hollywood is is evolving. Slow, is, slowly, yes. but <laughs> and, and so it's I'm all for it. You know, it, it it expands our viewpoints, especially if we're not travelers. I'm not really a traveler. It helps expand your viewpoints if you make the effort to go and see this and see the, the shows and see all the, the stuff that they're giving out awards for. So this is a good thing. And also sometimes you like to go to the places that the movies were shot. So I've seen like Movies that have featured India, which inspires me to want to go see India. 
We are wrapping it up. I want you to be careful out there. It's a little a little snowy, a little blowy. So be careful. And I'll be back here tomorrow as a news person with my news hat on. And I hope you have a wonderful week. And maybe I'll be here next No, I won't be here next Sunday. I'm going to be out of town in Florida. God bless. Have a, Make it a great night. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.